I have been selling this book, Zan Azli and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking, which is published by MPH for a while now. It's a really good book. If you want to be a filmmaker, whether it's for YouTube, social media, TV, film, cinema, whatever, this is the book to get. I'm going to make it more accessible and more affordable to all of you because I believe that everybody needs to become a filmmaker. The more filmmakers we have in the world, I think this world will be a better place to live in. Now it's available as an electronic book download on my website. I'm gonna link it here. It's really cheap, it's really affordable. It's only five ringgit if you want to get the ebook version, okay? Five ringgit! It doesn't really cost much, right? It's just a little bit of something for me. I mean, it did take a lot of work to write. Each chapter of this book talks about one part of the filmmaking process. And for each chapter as well, I interview a local filmmaker. It's only five ringgit! It's only five ringgit! Yo! What's up? Assalamualaikum dan salam sejahtera. Anda sedang menonton dan mendengar Fat Bidin Film Club. And uh, I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shalai Bustawan. And as usual, every week, we review a local film and we post it. Wait, no way. Ah, and every week, like that, we la. watch a local film and we review it for you. And then we uh, post it. And then we post it. <laughs> so this week, we're going to review something that is a, a, a very current film, mm. a very current movie. It's on a streaming platform, on a streaming platform, one of the major streaming platforms, mm. who apparently has like high quality content on it. Uh, Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Mm. It's supposedly, yeah, right, right? Apparently, supposedly. Uh, and the movie that we're going to review is? Frontliner. Frontliner. Sucks like Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna start off this review by saying that I really only watch Frontliner because Bito Kushari is in it, number one. Azan Rani. And, and oh yeah, and Azan Rani of course lah, our favorite KLGU bros. And I'm gonna start this review by putting out this disclaimer that this review does not alter my very deep love and affection for Bito Kushari. Okay now, moving on to the review. Are you still do you still remember our replaying that, that scene in your head? No when, when you met him during the what what was the what the launch party of Don't make it weird, bro. Yeah, the launch party in Madam Wong. Rise to power. Rise to power. When he saw you in the bathroom and then he he did this to you. What? Then what did you do? You swoon, you <laughs> Hello, people married, okay? Shut up. Yeah, so weird. are you. Don't be weird you. about it. You are you are married too, and then you go like <laughs> No, that's that's you when you see Amiral Effendi. Amiral Effendi? <laughs> Nothing to do with me. Zaire Lazim. Zaire Lazim. Sorry. Oh whoops, wrong bro. But we like Amiral Effendi. We also too. like Amiral yeah, we Effendi. Like all of them. Just nobody swooning over him because yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay anyway. Okay, so what's the film about? Okay, yeah, so, sorry, Beto. Anyway, the film is about, as the title suggests, frontliners. But apparently in this film, number one, all frontliners are Malay. There are no other people of any other race in, in Malaysia. In this entire film. 
Yeah, yeah, in in Malaysia because no, it's set in Malaysia. Because it's set in Malaysia. So and they're all fighting for the country. Very, um, Only the Malays are fighting for the country. It's a very UMNO. You know? It's a very UMNO envisioned Malaysia because they are only Malays and they are only. Well, it's not just UMNO. It could be Bersatu. Ah, uh, Bersatu. Opas. Pejuang. Any majority race based party of that particular race, lah. Okay, anyway, so uh, and it seems that frontliners are only defined as. Uh, People who are watching for the security of the country, uh, it's supposed to be the police lah, but it's not police. In this film, it's called AKN. the Agency, Agency Keselamatan Negara. And they drive very rampant looking black MyVs with red number plate. MyVs or Agzia? Something it like It looks like MyVs lah, with okay. red number plate and red leather seats, which doesn't look government issued at all, but okay lah. Because this is a... a I'm no Bersatu Malaysia, right? So who knows? Maybe the uniform is different. And then, uh, and, and doctors. That's it. Those are your frontliners. They very casually kind of mention or, or gloss over some frontliners like uh, food delivery guys uh, and um, teachers who are doing online classes. And uh, that's, that's it, really. Not much, Those really. two, lah. So apparently everybody else is not a... Not significant enough as a frontliner, lah. So, yeah. Um, so basically, that's what the film is about. It centers around um, two officers of the AKN, uh, which is played by Bito Kushari and another guy. Uh, his character's name is Nasi, uh, and then uh, a doctor who's played by Azhan Rani, whose character's name is Azhan, uh, and their families, lah. Yeah. So. And yeah. how tough it is being a frontliner. Spoiler alert, everybody gets COVID in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... It's supposed to portray how tough it is to be a frontliner lah. So now, I think we should go into the review. Because okay. there really is not much else to say about um, that yeah. film. Okay, so... Um, again, I'm going to say that I really only watched this because Bito Kushari and Azharani were in it. But then even Bito Kushari and Azharani could not could save not the save film. This film. What the hell is this film? Guys, okay, first of all, I think if you want to like um, dedicate something to frontliners, it should be at least done well. Lah. And this was not done well. This was like uh you know how TVB dramas are already overrated and over and like just too much and always, there's always a scene where, especially the Raya time, right? There's always a scene of uh, someone doesn't want to balik kampung and then the mother dies and then there's the scene where the, the son is there crying and then because his mother has died and he's, you know, distraught. This was like that but on steroids. It was a bad telemovie on steroids and I just could not. And you know that this film is about honouring the frontliners because every single dialogue is telling you about the sacrifice that the frontliners are making I want to say that it's propaganda but even propaganda also is not as annoying as this lah yeah, so, yeah, it was a really bad film. Uh, it also did not have any, like, sense of logic, <laughs> you know, as most telemovies 
Uh, and this one was a telemovie on steroids, so lagi lah. But don't mock, don't don't knock uh. telemovies. Telemovies can be good. There are because many good telemovies. No, I've never done any telemovies. Oh, sorry. Yeah, bad. but I telemovies can be good, right? There have been many good that telemovies that I've seen also. Okay lah, fine. Yeah. Okay lah, this was just a bad film lah. Yeah, yeah, it's just bad. Period. Just a bad film on yeah. steroids. Yeah. Yeah. So, like for example, it's it's very if they want to honor frontliners, right? I feel that. I don't know if it was or not, but it felt like there was no research done into what kind of sacrifices or what kind of uh, challenges the frontliners actually face. Yeah. Everything that was portrayed in this film was basically uh, the kind of generic stuff that you can get even in the media yeah. or you know portrayal in the media or just very surface lah. Yeah, doctors overwork. Hey, doctors overwork. Yeah, you know, doctors are tired. Yeah, police are working uh, under the hot sun. Hey, police are uh, working police are under working the hot sun. in the rain, long you know? hours. Oh, never get to uh, see family. Oh, never get to see. Yeah, yeah. what it's, is that? That's general, yeah, generic, generic. Like, we know already. If you're gonna make a film that's supposed to be looking at a human perspective, you needed to speak to actual frontliners and actual human beings, lah. I've I've actually interviewed a frontliner for a written piece that I did, and he's a doctor, and yeah, he talks about the long hours, but he also talks about. Um, you know, the kind of mental toll that it takes because he stays with his elderly family and the kind of extra precautions that he has to take. But it's not like over-dramatized to the point of whatever this film made it to be. Yeah. Because there are also other things that he talks about like how, uh, you know, he and his fellow doctors try to, to lift up the spirits of the, the, the COVID patients, you know. They try to, to, to convince people that they're going to be better. They try to also be realistic when... The patient uh, goes into the ICU. They try to get the family ready already, and you know all these things are actually important and they actually mean so much. But it's but this just film didn't do that, lah. Yeah, this film didn't do that. Number one, and it also kind of, for me, it was a bit insulting, lah, to yeah, the frontliners. It's like you're insulting the frontliners, like the frontliners yeah. are just dead only. That's all you're showing about the they frontliners, you know. So There's so much more to the frontliners, yeah. Two-dimensional and mm. almost like caricatures. Yes. And just not well developed and also in the end became like very stupid like that lah and mm. I get that I get that they were trying to show like oh you know frontliners are humans also uh, you know kita semua manusia and uh, you know in situations like this you can get emotional and everything but look if you are a medically trained doctor and your wife is having a medical emergency it doesn't matter whether you're emotional or not it would obviously like kick in and you would still know what to do right whereas this one he was just Falling all over the floor and <laughs> crying floor. and just saying I love you all the time and uh, it's just it was so unbelievably stupid. Yeah. I just I couldn't and yeah it was it was bad lah it was just very bad. Um, I'm happy to say because Krishnayi's character was not so bad but maybe because also he didn't get a lot of screen time. Yeah and, and <laughs> thank God for that. Some of the scenes that he was in also quite bad lah actually. Actually, yeah, la, a bit. You know, Azan Rani also, I mean, they're good actors. They're great actors. but They did not <sighs> deserve to be in this yeah. film. Mm. He fell on the floor very well, la, Azan Rani. I must say. <laughs> he it fell was, on the floor very well. It was very convincing well. that he was falling on the floor. <laughs> and he was very sad that his, you know, his wife died with his baby. That he could have saved, you know. Because, you know, when the oxygen, when the mother dies, right, you have, like, apparently 90 seconds to save the baby. So you have to immediately, like, cut it open and c-sack her and take out the baby but instead of doing that he just fell on the floor and cried instead of also calling other doctors so okay lah the baby so died together lah bye <laughs> which 
was just so dumb. Just so dumb. And then, I don't know, I thought, I, I got the, the message very clearly of how COVID can be anywhere and you can get COVID from anywhere. Even if you're really careful, you can get COVID. But to make the poor, like, food driver be the guy to give everybody COVID was kind of an asshole move lah. Okay? Yeah, it's Kesian like, lah. that's, lah, that's the source too, of everything. Dah lah, orang tu accident. Yeah. Dah lah, he's overworked. Because at the end of the day, everybody gets COVID because of that one, one food, food delivery food guy <laughs> who, who, wasn't even delivering food, just got in an accident and people were helping him. Yeah. <laughs> and it touched his blood. And then because of him, Hmm. Like two people died, a, a unborn baby died, and then Bitoku Shari got COVID. Like, shit. So, it was ridiculous. I don't know what else there is to say about this film except that it was ridiculous, and I felt like it was a real insult to the frontliners. And, you know, really, la, if we were going to make a film to honor the frontliners, we should have done better. If this was an opportunity to do that, it should have been done better. Maybe take more... T- Never mind also if you had taken more time, you know. Nobody would have cared if this film came out next year or whatever. It still would have been relevant. You think we would have forgotten what the frontliners have done for us? Of course not. So, like, why didn't you take the time to make the film? Why always want to strike the iron while it's hot and then do a shoddy-ass damn job? So, yeah. Just... This film makes me so angry. That's basically it. Yeah. You got any other angry things to add to it? Got. Um, <laughs> go, go, go. Number one. This reminds me of, uh, okay, before I go to that, number one, the first two minutes, I already felt like I wanted to gorge my eyes out. Nak korek mata, congkil keluar, buang dekat dalam jamban, lepas tu guna pelanja, plunge, 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 lepas tu baru flush. Untuk negara. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It was a waste of my time. It was a waste of, how long was the movie? An hour and a half. Yeah, it was a waste of my time. It's such a waste. The movie really wasted my time so much. I, one of the, this is one of the times where I felt like, I, like my life was just, just no point. No point to it that, that, my, that my, you know, while watching this film. Uh, it was so bad. Um, uh, everything that was being told, like what you said just now, was so generic and so general. There's nothing there that, it's like, we know all this really. You throw this into our face for what? We've been living it. We've been living it already. You throw this into our face to make us feel what? Make us feel suicidal? <laughs> you, want, you want us to kill ourselves? Because this is how life is? Or, or, or you know, because of all these experiences that we've gone through? What, what are you trying to do? Right? Um, it feels very exploitative uh, because it's like they're trying to take advantage of this uh, emotions yeah. in the pandemic that's happening right now. Okay, let's take up people will watch this movie, watch food, they will watch one because you know everybody's so so emotional about the pandemic. People are so you know uh, praising the frontliners. We make this movie show everybody want to watch. That's that's too exploitative and it doesn't even feel like it's like honoring the frontliners like what you say, right? Uh, and and I don't know lah. It just made me really angry also actually watching this film. Uh, Can I add on to that thing that you said about them exploiting the feelings of yeah. people because we've been living it, right? It's like that movie, Inilah, Inikalilah, Rise, Inikalilah, Rise, you know? Yeah. It's like... Ah, oh. like, it seems that people want to take advantage of hot topics or trending topics mm. or, or things that impact the entire nation. Which is fine, right? Which is fine, mm. but they do it so badly and in such an exaggerated way that it becomes very non-realistic. So like even in this movie, right, this frontliner movie, they're trying to show that 
uh, you know, this kid is bored because he's only got online class and he cannot go out because PKP, right? And then uh, he's always fighting with his mother because his mother is stressed out because she cannot pay her staff. Yes, these are the realities of things that did happen. You think our children were not stressed out, man? You think our children didn't have breakdowns because they had to stay at home for so long, man? Yes, but you need to be a bit realistic in how people, as parents, would have dealt with it lah. Because, yeah, we were also stressed out. We were worried about work, our stuff got postponed, whatever. Everybody's got problems lah. But we were not yelling at our children every other day. You know, we were always saying, you know, go out, whatever. We found ways to deal with it lah. We, okay lah, we are also very lucky. We've got a garden. So we play badminton in the garden. We have a small porch. So we all did work outside in the porch. And then at night, we would we would try to do things with the kids. Even in the house itself, we would say, okay, today we eat dinner, everybody eat dinner on the floor. Okay, today we eat dinner somewhere else in the house. We made it work. And that is a real Malaysian struggle that we can all sort of get with, you know. How were parents coping with having to help their children with online classes and also manage their own emotions? That is realistic. A mother snapping at her child literally every single time the kid says something, that's not realistic lah. No, Come no, on. No no proper research lah, this film. Yeah. This film had no proper research into what actually people oh, were experiencing. Oh my goodness. This is just like very blanket, generic. Yeah. Uh, Which, yeah. yeah. So Which made me really grateful for the Fabini Mini documentary competition that we did last year mm. because I felt that one showed more one really life during the pandemic. Short realities of the pandemic. I mean, it doesn't matter whether the film was, and those films were not even done, not all of them, lah, but those films were not even done professionally. They were done by lay people who were just telling their stories. And yeah, some of the stories came in, and it was just people who were cleaning fish tank, cleaning, cleaning aircon. aircon that is the reality of the pandemic. That's yeah. o- that was what people were doing. And then there was over, one... Over, this movie yeah. over, you know? And then there was one about how there's a they live with a person with special needs and that person had to deal with the pandemic. That is the reality of it. It was very moving. It was very touching. It was real. And it was... Because it was real. And it was not um, over-exaggerated like this lah. So yeah. this one was like really choking us to force us to feel these emotions which in the end just made us feel angry. Angry, yeah. Yeah. We already know what everybody's going through. We, yeah. you know, most Malaysians already understand the situation. Yeah. So when you want to make a film like this to show it to Malaysians, you've got to go deeper, lah. Yeah. Do more research, lah. Do a better yeah. film, lah. Don't just do something that's so like just slap in your face. Hey, dengar tu frontliner, frontliner terror, okay? Dengar choke people. Berjuang untuk negara. Berjuang untuk negara, okay? We know that, but show lah how. Yeah. Actually, show how. Actually, show the struggles. Yeah. Because you know? clearly, I think everybody else has a better context of how people are doing in the pandemic rather than the filmmakers. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know what kind of pandemic you were living in, lah, but it was definitely not like that. Yeah, and then every... Uh, this is how overdramatic the film is, right? Every shot seems to be a... <laughs> was, yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. like to put those tracking shots, right? Mm, mm, behind the walls. Mm, behind the walls. No, and then got slow-mo shot. Slow-mo shot. slow-mo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Then I'm going to be nitpicky lah. Rain ah, water falls down, you know. Not spray everywhere like a sprinkler. Okay, I just want to say that lah. Okay, nitpicky but yes. Okay, oh my god. Yeah. So, <sighs> uh, there's nothing wrong with making films honouring frontliners. We, you, want, we honour frontliners. If you we do want it to better. If yeah. you, you have but to, you have to do really it do the frontliners justice lah. Don't sincere. just say, oh, we're making a film for the frontliners. 
and then make a shitty film. Yeah, be sincere. No, put in yeah. effort. If you you know, they did a lot. Frontliners have been doing a lot. Yeah, for <laughs> you, two you years now. This, yeah, you do this is like oh, Allah. <laughs> yeah, and then you want the you want to show the the realities of COVID, or you want to show how severe COVID is, right? And then you show people who are COVID positive can change room, husband and wife stay together, and then suddenly can get single room. Yeah. And what is that? So, no lah. No. Yep. So, we definitely don't recommend people watch this movie. Yeah, no need to watch this movie. Please don't no, waste don't your watch. time. No, no, yeah. Uh, if you want to waste your time, so be it. It's a free free country. Right? Open market. We highly watch recommend you want. Don't. Yeah, but if you uh, want, but yeah. to us, no lah. No need ah. Yeah. <laughs> there are better things to see between Kushari and Azan Rani. Yeah. So... Yeah, don't watch this film. Lah. Yeah, it's a bad film. Yeah. Bad okay. film. Alright. Yeah. Let us know what so, you think. Yeah, <laughs> watch, watch it and let us know what you think. No, don't watch it and let us know what you think. Don't watch it and let us know uh, what you think. Um, like this video. Let's just end the discussion about this, about this movie. Lah. Finish. It's just bad. <laughs> <lah. laughs> don't tell us what you think. Okay? No need, no need. It's bad. <laughs> okay. Alright, so that's it. So, like this video. Yeah, don't, don't like, like it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And all our social media Follow platforms. Follow us on all our social media platforms. It's at FatBidin. Or get, go to FatBidin.com to get everything. You've been watching and listening to the FatBidin Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shai Bursan. Untuk negara.